2: In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
3: We're GEO Comedy Live from the Build for Top Studio on the Fan and CBS Sports Network. He has not responded back to us. This is the first time ever. Usually he will call right in when we're talking about him or we'll reach out and Al will call him and he'll be available, but he is avoiding us this morning after he's saying that he's not picking any more games and he's been in the slump and he's trying to find the strippers that he lived with in the 70s and 80s to prove to people that this was true. And not fake because there's people that are going after him, saying that the stripper stories were fake, and he they want him to produce the bodies, essentially, of these people, and there would be money in it for them. So we humongous
4: uh, jugs.
3: <laughs> I forgot you repeated that. Yeah. <laughs> so. So anyway, uh, that's what's going on, and we will uh, talk to you know Danielle, who is the person who has been involved with all of this, with the GoFundMe page and Eddie, and went to the dentist with him, and just a good Samaritan. Uh, her husband is on the line, and we, we're going to talk to him in a second. But I'm I'm thinking like this is the, Eddie's Eddie's ducking us now. After all this, guy has his meltdown. He has a couple bad picks. Claims he's never making another pick again, and now is disappearing. This is insanity. So this is another layer to what's going on with Eddie. Now, I was going to talk to him today, too, about him coming up for the live show that we're having. And if he could get himself up here. Now, I don't want anybody. I don't want to, like, assign him a person. I just want to see if he could do it on his own. If he could do it on his own, great. But I don't want to have somebody like Gallo have to wrangle him and get him here. It's just not fair to that person. But if Eddie could come up for that, I mean, I think he would be... You think you'd be cheered or booed?
4: Cheered. You do. All right. Yeah, I think anybody that's coming to the show is going to appreciate all the aspects of the show. I'd like to thank Well yeah, but,
3: but that doesn't mean that you know people could really enjoy hearing about Eddie but dislike him. You know, that's that's something that mm. like there was like any other, you know, character out there, whether it's a TV show or a radio show or whatever, I mean you'll watch you're interested, but you might dislike the person. I mean that happens too. That's true. You know, you yeah. could be, you could definitely be a villain and also be very popular. Uh, all right, Travis is in Pennsylvania. That is Danielle's husband. Danielle and Travis have been sucked into the Eddie vortex more than anybody else. Uh, Travis, good morning. What's happening? Good morning, guys. So, uh, so what do you have for us today? What's what's the latest from your standpoint?
5: So I just wanted to call and set the record straight about the previous caller, Juan, saying that Eddie doesn't know about DMs because he absolutely knows how to DM. Okay. And Danielle's DMs are full of vitriolic bring consciousness from Eddie, you know, calling her a liar and that she's useless and basically calling her every name in the book. Really? Yeah. Well, what the hell's
3: going on with that?
5: Yeah. Basically, Eddie sees Danielle as her meal ticket to get him out of his basement and He thinks that she is holding him hostage because we have not yet monetized his picks or we have monetized his picks behind his back and are taking the money. Things along those lines.
3: Oh, my Um, God. And all you guys have done is helped him out to get this GoFundMe page going to be able to pay for his new teeth that he was asking for. And because the insurance wasn't going to pay for it. And now he's thinking that you guys are somehow scamming him and he's he's losing his mind. So what like what's your standpoint? You're just like saying this guy's nuts, we'll let him, we'll let him yell at us and we'll just do what we got to do for the teeth or are you, you getting upset now and saying screw this, I don't want to deal with him anymore.
5: Well, before, you know, I would tell her to call him and we would talk him off the ledge or shoot, you know, delete those tweets he had a few weeks ago. But last night during his rampage, you know, she turned to me and said, should to delete these." I said, "No, just leave them up so everybody can kind of see what is going on inside of his head." Yeah. Publicly. Just versus just what she's been subjected to, you know, behind the scenes. I mean... It, like, like, for example, on Friday night, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. She was on the phone with the Walgreens down there to try to get Eddie's medication that he couldn't get. And then calling the cab company at 4 o'clock in the morning to get him a cab over. Um, so she's still, you know, trying to help him navigate life. But in
4: between now, you just get these ramps. Lack of better terms. Is he is he demanding money from her and the uh the GoFundMe page for anything other than the teeth?
5: Uh, just the money in general to get out of the basement or things like that. He hasn't really given a a reason for the money. Just that he wants you know more money, he whether w- it be from monetizing his pick or from the GoFundMe or things like that.
3: So why does he think, I mean, this is a sort of a stupid question, why does he think anything? The guy's absolutely nuts. But why does he think that you two are the people that's going to get him money to be able to fix these problems?
5: Uh, because way back when this whole thing first started and uh, Tom was involved, Tom was really heavy on you know, trying to get some kind of witch going for Eddie or a Discord server or things like that. And that kind of got stuck in his head, and since he doesn't have anybody else in his life to now get computer for him, he sees that as us. And we have told him time and time again that that's you know not really our stick in general.
3: Yeah, I mean, if he wants someone else to help him monetize his picks, which he's been horrible at apparently lately, but if you want someone else to do that, you know, tell him to find somebody else. You're just here to try to help him get these teeth, and that's well,
5: it. We have- we have, he he insists he has these, you know, high rollers that are willing to help him, but obviously they have not materialized, you know, other than just being in the ether,
3: so. <laughs> what does he mean high rollers that are willing to help him? He, people, people will send him pictures of, like, their houses
5: or their luxury cars into his DMs and say that they're some, you know, highfalutin, you know, gambler from Florida or New York. <laughs> And that, uh, you know, they can help him get a leg up. But obviously that never comes through. Well, of
3: course, because people are just messing with him. I mean, because he's new to this and essentially, you know, the Internet is the Wild West to him. And he doesn't know how to navigate it. Like he believes everything that he sees. So he's like the perfect target for someone who really wants to mess with him. And luckily he doesn't have access to that GoFundMe page. That would be gone already.
4: Travis, how much money is in that GoFundMe page? Uh, Around 16.5, I think.
3: All right. And what's the latest with the, the next appointment for his teeth?
5: It's supposed to be March 7th with the periodontist, so they can go in there and do a more detailed scan of his lower jaw to see if you can actually screw an implant into it or not.
3: Okay. All right. So that's still on track. So everything's still on track with the teeth at this point, And you're going to be paying the money from the GoFundMe page to cover these doctors appointments. That is still happening.
5: Uh, if we can get him to, yes. I mean, we at this point, whether or not we can get him there on March 7th, based upon how he's been the past few days, I'm kind of on the fence
3: about that. So, like, what's the plan now? Because we got to start thinking plan B. The plan, if he goes completely AWOL on us, doesn't want to go to this new dentist, doesn't get to the appointment. Now, he obviously was there and did a good job with the first appointment. But let's say that doesn't happen. And then we got all this money that people gave to him for the teeth. And now we can't do that. Like, what what is the plan then for you guys? Well,
5: you could just. And the GoFundMe and the money will be refunded to these donors.
3: Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's good, good. All good, right. All right. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so we didn't we didn't know that, so that's that's tremendous. So that yeah. would that would be the plan B.
5: Okay. Yeah, people aren't really, you know, hung out to dry on
3: this. All right, all right, very good. Now, are you annoyed with Danielle that she got herself wrapped in and then thus you now wrapped in? No,
5: it was it was kind of my fault in the the first day when he came on and you guys had a little funny exchange, you know, I had her listen to it. And then uh, the next day he came back on, I was like, you got to listen to this guy again. And, uh, you know, we laughed about it. And then next thing you know, she's helping him navigate Twitter. And next thing you know, we're in Baltimore.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Uh, oh, that is crazy. All right, if you could have
3: the ending that you wanted, if you could write the end of this script with Eddie, what would it be?
5: I would like Eddie to clear his head and kind of get back to the Eddie he was Six weeks ago, kind of just the little lovable loser that he was. And I just don't know where, where this came from. Maybe he was always like this, but now he just has a bigger forum.
6: Yeah, because probably. I don't,
5: how, I don't know how he navigated life prior to six weeks ago, because now he can't, he can't get a cab. He can't get his medication. He can't get food for his dog. He can't, uh, you know, function. So yeah. I'm just wondering whose problem he was, you know, before this.
3: Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if they're asking, if Eddie is asking Danielle and Travis, who he just met like a month or so ago, to help him with his medication. Eddie, to get wants a to get his hand,
4: Eddie wants to get his hands on the money in the GoFundMe page. That's what he wants. And I think that's why he's tormenting Travis and Danielle. At the end of the day, it's not about teeth. It's about money. He's a gambler. He wants it. He wants to use it for other reasons. And that's not why it's there. And that's not why we're giving it to him. Right. Of course. A- end of story. Yep. And then when you get him on the phone, I'm going to tell him that. You either do it this way or we're refunding all the money. End yep. of story. Right. Your, your, your story is now over because you have blown it
3: up. Exactly. And he's on the verge of blowing it up. And the fact yes. that he's yeah. not answering it, it, the qu- any of any our... Or go ahead, Travis.
5: No, yeah. If you were to read... I mean, obviously, you might have seen them. But, you know, a lot of the replies to his rants last night were basically along those lines. You know, you've proven this for yourself. You know you bit the hand that fed you, things like that.
4: Yeah. So, we yeah, see, I've I seen some it. of that stuff. I've seen some of that. St- people have reached out to us and said, you know, that Gio and I are going to regret ever getting involved with him and all this other stuff. We're just trying to help him. And, and a lot of our listeners, I think, won some money with some of his picks initially. Sure. it's why that there's about sixteen grand in that uh, GoFundMe page because our listeners are great that way. And they wanted to help a, a guy out who was down on his luck. And now, basically, he's turning into a, a freaking nightmare And either going to get his act together and get his crap straight or we're pulling the plug.
3: Yeah, right. Absolutely. And it makes me feel really good that there is a way to refund everybody's money and we could just say, all right, done. Great. It was supposed to be a good thing and it turned out to not be a good thing. So we could just move on from it. But I really do think that there is a path for Eddie that is positive positive. And we just got to get him back. They, they, you just got to get him back. We got to tell him he's got to understand how to handle this and not screw it up. I don't know if he's capable of that, but I think he deserves one more opportunity to get it right. And if he if he keeps harassing Travis and Danielle, then that's that really is the worst of I've heard about him at this point because that that's ridiculous. All they're doing is have the goodness of their heart. I'm, I'm I'm surprised, Travis. You guys didn't just hit refund that refund button weeks ago when he started screaming at you in the DMs.
5: Well, we're not, we're not quitters, so, you know, we'd like to see it through, but, you know, it's kind of gotten to the point. You're right. And, you know, last night I was like, you know, you should just screenshot of his messages to you and reply to, uh, you know, his tweets that he's been putting out. But, you know, she's like, you know, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to put him on blast that bad.
3: But Guys are too nice, man. You're really too nice. I mean, I, uh, but... I ad, uh, admire the fact that you're you're sticking with it, and if he does get those new teeth, that would be tremendous, and that would be the goal, and we'd all celebrate it. But I mean, you can screenshot it and send it to Al because I'd like to actually see some of that stuff to really know what we're dealing actually, with. Actually, uh, I have some from
7: uh, Danielle. I can send them to you. Okay,
3: all right, yeah, I would like to. I'd like to take a look at some of this craziness because if it's as bad as I think it is, then we might want to pull the plug already. Because that yeah, I was me trying off. to I was trying to avoid you know
5: um, hyperbole, but you know some of the stuff is kind of hard to sit through. But oh yeah, it's in there.
3: Okay, all right, very good. Well, Eddie's still ducking us. What was the last time you heard from? Like last night in the middle of the night?
5: Uh, <laughs> no, actually, Danielle has been kind of just blowing him off. After we, she jumped through the hoops to get him his medication, you know, on Friday night, and then he just responded to that with you know more crap. She's kind of like, you know what? I'm done helping you like
3: with your personal life. Outside of the teeth.
5: Outside of the
4: teeth. So. <laughs> right. Uh, all, <laughs> all right, right Travis, Travis. God bless you. Yeah, thanks, man. And we'll... All, uh, all yeah, right, yeah, thanks,
5: guys. See ya. Yeah, I, I mean, there
4: really are nice people out there, man. It's amazing. I know. It's... Let me see. Here. For Travis and Danielle to take this on and do this is is nothing short of remarkable. Oh, my God. I'm looking at these things right now.
3: <laughs> <sighs> this is... Yeah. <laughs> So he's basically, yeah, he's the, the, Travis was right. He's sort of like accusing, stop treating me like a moron. Stop all the BS. I have bodyguards. You are still keeping me pinned up like a lion in a cage. Stop all the lies. The more you lie, the madder you make me. I mean, what in the hell? <sighs> I mean, this is just insanity. I mean, give me some of my oak lawn money. It is mine. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> what the hell? And these people are just like, hey, we're going to try to see it through, try to help him out. And now the fact, like, he, we need to talk to him because if we don't talk to him, then I think it, we, we tell Danielle and Travis to pull the plug and forget about 100%. it.
4: 100%. But if we could talk I'm, to I'm him... I'm basically ready to do it right now. Right, exactly. I so, mean, this is this is like idiocy that we're dealing with. Right. Now, if he comes on... And he explains himself there's and nothing, apologizes. There's, 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 there's really nothing that he's going to say to me that's going to make me feel any different now. Yeah. After, after hearing this and listening to Travis and Danielle does not deserve this.
3: No. At all. No, of course not. I mean, uh, all right. And he's calling her in the middle of the night to get to the 24-hour Walgreens to get his medication. Maybe. 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 Yeah, well. I don't They're know. not even in the same state. I mean, <laughs> oh, my God. And they just met each other six weeks ago. This is all Spike's fault because he forwarded me that email from Eddie on the website. Uh, Spike. uh, That's your error. error. Yeah, (laughs) see, that's your error, Spike. It's Spike's fault is 100% right. Should have never sent me that thing that said, does Boomer remember riding a donkey with Dave Remington 40 years ago? That's how this all started. And now he's harassing our fine listeners. It's really, really taking a turn for a worse.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy.
2: post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
4: You don't have to tell you guys, I'm more annoyed than anything else right now. Yeah. Have you seen me this annoyed in a while? I have not been this annoyed. On this show for a long time. Now, little things around here bother me, but you know, you get over those things. You talk them out, you get over it, whatever. But this whole Eddie thing is really pissing me off. Hey, uh... Do have to... to It's basically, um... Blowing this whole
3: thing up. Yep. And he's on the line, if you'd like to tell him this, to his
4: face. Hey, Eddie. Don't hang up on him quick. Eddie. Yes, sir? I am so... Ticked off at you right now. I don't even want to talk to you. No, I put a pick up? Hey, what? Turn your music down. I'm so sick and tired of your crap over the last couple of weeks and the way that you're treating Danielle and Travis. Eddie, well, I didn't treat
6: them
4: bad. Yeah, yeah, you are. Uh, yeah, you are, Eddie. You are. You don't send them DMs. Like you're sending them, and you don't ask them to do things for you. You just met them, and they're trying to go out of their way to get you new freaking teeth, and you're acting like an idiot. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, that ain't good enough, Eddie. I'm sorry is not good enough.
6: Well, they cut the show off on me yesterday. I can't watch it. And I paid them a year's worth. Okay, and yeah, yeah, and no, no, I'm no, so flexing. sick and tired of yeah, yeah, heard very, about very,
4: all the idiotic problems. You know, you, you have actually had people that have gone out of their way to help you fix a problem that you said that you had. And then now you've manifested it into like 17 other problems. And you're putting a lot of people out. Do you understand that? Yes. So why do you think that Danielle
3: and Travis owe you money or are should be responsible for getting you out of your basement apartment. What why is that something that's in your head?
6: I don't know. I just think it is. But but why
3: though? I mean you're 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 bugging them and torturing them over something that isn't their responsibility.
6: Well they said the pharmacist was nice and he never gave me my medicine for fifty one hours and I tried to pay him cash. <laughs>
4: All right. Well, listen, Eddie. Uh, I'm telling them to hit the return button on the the GoFundMe page. This is over. Okay. Because um, I'm, I'm, you've created too much of a a firestorm, and some of your tweets are just deplorable.
6: Okay.
3: Yeah. All right. So, no more torturing Danielle and Travis. You know, you're, you're probably going to be mad at them, and they're going to send a bunch of nasty things to them. Don't do that, all right? This is this is the, our decision, but you had this opportunity. We tried our best. People went out of their way in their free time to help you out, and all you've done is just you've you've been ungrateful. Uh, you have you've turned the lives of these two innocent listeners into hell that have tried to help you out, and it's just it just has not gone the way that we have wanted it to go, and and we really have. Feel like we gave you an opportunity to do the right thing, and you've done all the wrong things.
6: Okay.
3: All right. So that's it, Boomer. Should we talk to Danielle about this first?
4: No. Uh, no. As far as I'm concerned, well, I'm she, out, I, I, just. So you know, I'm out of it.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm right. done.
4: Right.
6: Well, I can't watch the show because those morons cut it off for <laughs> me, and I paid them to put it on.
3: Yeah, you're right. You paid them. You understand that, Eddie? Yeah, we, we, we get that. But you're not. Can you promise me one thing, Eddie? When that GoFundMe page disappears, do not contact Travis and Danielle any longer. Do not leave leave them.
6: Contact me either.
8: Yeah,
3: leave them them alone. Yeah, leave leave them alone. All right. All right, I'll just
6: X them off of the thing. I'll push uh,
3: block. All right, well, and like personal, personal number stuff too. And what the hell are you trying to? People know
6: the personal number. I don't think.
3: I'm I'm sure. You don't have a phone number for them?
6: I don't think
3: so. All right. All right. And the last thing, too, before we we let you go here, because Boomer is just really, really annoyed. I've not seen him this annoyed since the Ranger playoff loss, and Gerard Glant sounded like Elmer Fudd afterwards. Um, These people that are questioning your relationship with strippers in the past that are offering money to you to produce them, is this a thing?
6: yeah, they will they'll come forward. I'm pretty sure they
3: will. Yeah, but who is offering you money to dig I'm up your old girlfriends? Them,
6: I'm offering them
3: money. You're off. why?
6: Because I have money.
3: Yeah, I know, but why are you offering them money? Boy, who are you trying to prove something to? The world. The world. But like, who cares if someone doesn't believe you? So you got to produce the Dawn and Donna, and you got to produce these women to prove that to who? And you're going to waste yeah, your
6: money yeah, on yeah, that? Most of them are alive, I think. Some, maybe one or two, might
3: be dead. I mean, but but Eddie, you're like you're living in squalor in a basement. You don't have any money for anything. You've got food stamps, and you're willing to pay to get your ex girlfriends out of hiding to prove to people on Twitter that they exist.
6: Well, I have
3: money from uh, Eddie. Yeah. I... I
6: haven't cashed
3: the check yet. Okay. But why would you use it on that? Is the point.
6: Well,
3: maybe I might get lucky. Oh, boy. All right, Eddie. Any last words? Boomer? Anything? No? All right. And there he goes. And, ladies and gentlemen, just like that, <clears throat> the saga of Eddie Brown, the picks jockey, is over. Enough. <laughs> Enough already. Mm. We'll talk to Danielle. We will make sure that the, you know, and she's been running this page. We have not been running this page. Uh, she's been running it. Uh, we're not running it. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure that you know that she's running it. I'm not running it. Okay. I never, never ran it. Never even, I don't even know what it is. Uh, but we'll make sure that she does what she needs to do for the refunds. So, if those of you that had donated to Eddie, now the one thing that I will say though is I don't know if she took from the GoFundMe page to pay for that first appointment or she not. She should, yet, but that's the one thing. But everybody else who had donated with the money that's in there, you can send it back. Apparently, according to Travis, so nobody's getting screwed
4: here, and you'll get you'll get your donations it just, back. It's it's just pathetic. It, is. it that, is. That guy doesn't realize when people are trying to help him and. Can't can't be nice about it, and it's got some other issues. Enough already,
3: enough. And I think he's sharp enough. He's
4: not to, He's not a l- dummy,
3: right? Yeah, exactly. He's sharp enough to do the right thing, and he's choosing not to. Like I, that. That's because if I thought that he was just completely out there or had some major mental issue or something like that, you know, I'd cut him some slack. But I think he's sharp enough. If he's sharp enough to diagnose some of these games correctly that nobody has ever heard of these teams before and get them right then he's sharp enough to do the right thing when it comes to danielle and travis and and not
4: hey they went down to baltimore and took him to the dentist
3: right and then he's he's saying all this stuff about you're lying to me and i mean you saw the, the dms right that, Al, that, 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 that's was basically sent me over the end yeah i mean just why you stop treating me like a moron stop all that bs I have bodyguards, and you're still keeping me pinned up like a lion in a cage. The more you lie, I mean, what? Huh. I mean, so then, and then even, you know, Danielle writes back, I can't see all of it because it's kind of cut, cut off. But he goes, the money is for your teeth. You will never touch it for personal use, is what she's saying.
4: Basically what he wanted. He wanted to get a whole lot of money for his personal use. So. And
3: he goes, I am not, Danielle says, I'm not keeping you in the basement. You need to find a place and move out. I have never lied to you. I suggest you go for a walk and calm down before you say something that you might really regret. That's what she said. I give her credit for even responding. Stop lying. Give me some of my Oak Lawn money, which is a racetrack. It is mine. And she says, I don't care. You need to respect my time and boundaries. I'm exhausted. (laughs) I wonder if he thinks some of his quote-unquote gambling money is this GoFundMe page also he thinks he's earned that somehow. I don't know. I mean, why can't security take me to the pharmacy? So I guess the lies continue. Three hours, no care. This is at 5.03 a.m. I mean, what's wrong? You can't think of any more lies?
8: Oh, my God.
3: It's just, I mean, and then... You know, she's talking about, I guess, Travis, he goes, he's on that shift because he's lazy. Like, he's like, (laughs) well, it's over. It's over. It was a wild ride. The rise and fall of Eddie Brown, the Picks jockey. I mean, this was like, like Linsanity times 10. Burst onto the scene. Everybody gravitated to it. And then it fell apart very quickly. You know, I think you know, I can't be mad that it's over.
4: I just have to be happy
3: that it happened. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Really? I mean, uh, I mean, I just think about getting to the right dentist for him and the amount of calls that were made in order to make that happen. In Boomer Esiason's free time, which during football season is zero. And I'm And I'm just trying to think like how this guy is just completely. And then I'm not, I don't really care about so much for me, but I'm, the way that he is treating Danielle is just a disgrace. Yeah, absolutely. And that that was it. That was the line that he had crossed where there was. Well, no you heard Travis back from. and Danielle couldn't be any nicer. Seem like really good people. She's trying to help him with his social media plus the GoFundMe page. Drive down there, take him to the damn dentist, and his jackwad. <laughs> yeah, you're very kind. Well, yeah, I don't I have to dump it the in front of me like him. you do. <laughs> All right, <laughs> wow, man, you I'll tell that said so it so much, like <laughs> anger in me. No,
3: I know. Of course, I saw it. I know. I was laughing when you in the break. The stuff you were saying was cracking me up because you were on fire. Mm. But we'll, we'll. At some point, we'll talk to Danielle and make sure that that we know that that's happening with that the refund and everything. <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Boomer,
7: will
3: you remember me? Yeah, there was a party. See ya. <laughs> Of strippers that oh, I was, and I, was man, I had a force
4: up with strippers,
3: man. boomer humongous you jugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know how <out> to touch Eddie <laughs> is, too. That he called up and he goes, Why are you mad? He goes, oh. I made a pick today. I mean, that's how out of touch he was. He was thinking we were mad because he didn't put out a pick this morning.
8: Hmm. Uh,
3: and he had, there was no fighting back there, too, by him. Like, I. I was surprised. you. Like, it's over, Eddie. It's
4: over. We're going to hit the refund them.
3: button. He's like, okay.
4: <laughs> After all that. I think you stunned him. I mean, we've done a lot of things on this show over the last 16 years to help different people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. First time this has ever happened. I think about what we did for that woman, Colleen, in East Islip with uh, her friend Susan handling everything. And then yep. uh, and then uh, Christine Ponzio handling it from the Winter Center of Autism sure. and mm-hmm. how that whole thing went down and... Those people followed through, and that was not an easy thing to, to navigate. Sure. Like we navigated through all of that, and we got it all taken care of, and everything was done the way it was supposed to be done. Yeah, and, and we were, Al
3: was, Danielle and Travis were. Everybody was following through, but the person that was getting the help. He was the one who didn't follow through. Boomer. All because Eddie found WFAN.com and <coughs> sent in a message that said, do you remember riding a donkey 40 years ago? That's, so that's how that started? started with oh, that Spike. Started. That's your <laughs> error. Yeah, that was, that was his <laughs> error. Spike forwarded me this thing that said I was a jockey a long time ago. And Boomer rode a donkey at a charity event at my racetrack with Dave Remington. Does he remember?
4: And I, wow. really, I didn't remember, but I did text Dave Remington. I said, "Yeah, don't you remember we lost our dignity that day?" <laughs> and Dave had to carry his donkey across the uh, <laughs> across the finish line because Dave was about three hundred thirty pounds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Yep. And then Eddie called in, and we had a conversation. And I said, "What are you doing now in retirement?" I'm a sports gambler, and there it was, mm. just like that, <sighs> like a shooting star <sighs> that's falling hard to the floor. right, yeah. like a candle in the wind, <sighs> Eddie Brown. Saw.
8: Saw. <laughs> All right. You got a uh, couple of uh, sure. sports stories well, for us? Yeah, brought to you by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. And Jack Pocket, play official state lottery games on your phone. i give you the Knicks uh, this hour because they've won six in a row. Good win over the Celtics last
4: night. Picked up by Robert Williams. Step back. Three-pointer. For That's good. Third three-pointer for Randall. He's got 17. that times,
8: And Julius Reynolds may not have shot it well last night, but had some big shots. He did score 23. Knicks win 109-94. Let's face
4: it. was their defense and the fact that the Celtics didn't shoot the ball all that well. They
8: didn't. And there was a big discrepancy from the free throw line, mostly because the Celtics put up a million three-pointers. But it was a 34-14 discrepancy. And last
3: night, if you noticed, the officials allowed the Knicks
8: to defend the three-pointer. So... <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> got that, Al? <laughs> I guess Al didn't know. That. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> well, since they were allowed to defend the three-pointer, I yeah. believe Boston was 9 of 40-something from three, which is a terrible number. Uh, Jalen Brunson did have 17, and Emmanuel quickly, threw off the bench. Here was Tom Thibodeau. He just likes the way his club is improving right
4: now. It's where we are in the season, and we start off with the idea of let's get better every day. And then you begin the season with the end in mind, knowing that you want to be playing your best at the end. So you're trying to make deposits each and every day all the way through.
8: And right now they are playing very good basketball. Now, Jason Tatum was ejected in this game in the fourth quarter. Two technical fouls. Uh, Why he was ejected? There were two no-calls against him, one on a dunk, and then he thought he was fouled on a three attempt. The first one, no-call. If you look, it was clearly a foul. And those ones are tough. How like you get tech for something that you probably was right about? Second one, I just told him this was probably the best officiated game I've been a part of. I tried to give him a compliment. Um, didn't go over so well. <laughs>
4: How about when he hung on the rim? Was sarcastic. No, he was.
8: He also hung so on. So he rim. was asked about that. He says he was protecting himself. He was not. Um, he didn't get the technical Show for him. hanging on the rim. He said it was the glare and the look he gave to the official. He didn't. He didn't care for it. Well, uh, that's what he said.
3: And he also said that he got pushed with Stein. Yes. He said, and that he Correct. said it could have been really dangerous, and that's why he ended up hanging on. See, there he goes. Yeah, yes. that's, that's where the tea
8: comes from. Yeah. So, and then uh, he was asked, "What do you do when you go to the locker room when you get uh, that second technical foul and you get ejected?" Take my off. Uh, Watch the game, we put some ice on my knees, and uh, you know. Yeah,
4: that's. <laughs> <laughs> all the day, man.
8: was <laughs> pretty funny, actually. Well, I'm like, do
4: you go back to the locker room? Are you texting people? or people calling you? And <laughs> how about how about know? Josh Hart? You know, giving mm-hmm. the the second tech and pointing them out. Oh, that's great. Get out of here. It's awesome. I mean, listen, you got to play them in Boston next week. That's all right. He had fun in the moment. So it's Saturday, right? Is it Saturday? Mm-hmm. That I'm not sure of. Boston is tied with Milwaukee though
8: atop the Eastern Conference. Nets Bucks tonight on the fan at seven fifteen. Milwaukee is one fourteen straight. And I asked Alice in the warm up show, so what happens when you come from Phoenix? You end up in Brooklyn in the middle of winter and you've got a dog and you've got to go walk the dog and the weather's not so great. Here's Mikhail Bridges.
4: Man, hell nah. Hell <laughs> nah, sonny. <laughs> <laughs> That's worth the snow falling. <laughs> so the Knicks are at Boston Sunday night on ESPN. So in between that, they have the Brooklyn. Game, right? and the, yeah, and then they got to go to Miami. How about that? They go to Miami and then to the Boston. It's the power of air travel. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you
8: zigzag all over the country. Yeah. You know better than anybody. Yeah, it's all right. Sucks. Yeah, they'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> Yankees uh, beat the Tigers yesterday. You get uh, Yanks and Rays this afternoon. Mets lost to the Cardinals on Monday. Uh, today against the Astros, Jose Quintana. Will start A couple of other ones from Pat McAfee uh, with this whole lawsuit from Brett Favre. He was indeed served the papers as he told us. He says, what could he possibly be really suing us about?
2: Like if the state auditor is reporting something and we're a program that reports news, especially when it comes to football Packers quarterbacks. Yeah, yeah, all-time great. I don't know how we're... So that's why I haven't really stressed this much because I don't, I, don't, I don't know the laws mm-hmm. inside and out. But for everything I looked up, I think we're in a pretty good
8: spot. And so much so, he's like, you know what? Let's get this thing started. Excited
2: to see how it all goes? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty excited about it. And I don't know if that's a normal feeling that people get whenever they get sued, but I'm like, Actually intrigued.
8: (laughs) (laughs) We'll we'll see when and if it actually goes to court. Uh, The Commanders release Carson Wentz. uh, Washington giving Daron Payne the franchise tag defensive tackle uh, around $18 million. He is the first one there to have that happen. Seton Hall plays uh, Villanova tonight. And the Islanders skate in Minnesota. Connor McDavid with his 50th goal last night. And the Oilers lost to the Bruins.
0: Hi, Boomer and Geo on the fan and CBS
3: Sports Network. This potentially very sad story out of San Francisco. Where a very popular, longtime DJ uh, disappeared four days ago after writing an Instagram post, essentially saying goodbye to everybody. Now, when
4: you say DJ, you talk about radio talk show host or like a DJ, like no, no, DJTS no, though, no,
3: like a, like a DJ on the radio. Like he's a uh, yeah, he's a morning morning DJ on a music station, and he's a he's a personality. So his name is Jeffrey Vandergrift, known as Jv on wild 94.9 a music station out in san francisco and was last seen as i'm reading from the post was last seen uh, at the san francisco home at 10 p.m thursday according to a missing missing persons report that listed him as at risk um vander employer this is a uh, an iheart it's not an odyssey station uh, vander griff's employer said they have been no trackable activity on his phone or charges on his credit cards or bank accounts since he was reported missing to the San Francisco Police Department. Now, this Instagram post that he posted <clears throat> is a picture of himself wearing one of the station's T-shirts. It says Dog House on it and then Wild 94.9 and he's smiling. And the caption reads, thank you for a wonderful life filled with joy, laughs, pain and struggle it's been a great journey. your support and prayers meant the world. keep shining, love, compassion, understanding, truth, forgiveness, peace, and hope for others. And after that he has he has not been seen since. So the prevailing theory is that he knew he was going to commit suicide, put this out there, and has done so, I would imagine. Um, but this is obviously you know very, very alarming. So when I was asking around for... If you guys had seen the story uh, earlier today, Al told me he actually has worked uh, with this man, JV this Jeffrey Vandergrift.
7: I did when uh, Howard Stern uh, left Came to on. go to uh, Satellite. Yeah, I, I couldn't hear you, the third <laughs> Good Lord! <laughs> uh, he, they they brought in uh, when they turned they flipped ninety two three to talk. Yeah, they brought in uh, JV uh, JV and Elvis. They were a, a show that was very popular in San Francisco. On the hip hop station, they brought them in to do a midday talk show, and they were getting pretty popular here. Like they were, they were funny. I guys. you know
3: what? Now it's funny because JV just alone and that name yeah. didn't ring a bell. But when you said JV and Elvis, I'm like, yeah, of course I know the yeah. name of that show, JV
7: yeah. and Elvis. And in fact, what was interesting about them was that was to me when you when I started seeing the demise of Opie and Anthony. Yeah. These guys went after Opie and Anthony, and they were afraid to fight back. Wow. Like well, or Opie at least was afraid to fight back. Interesting. Yeah, it was it was no, very Anthony's high Anthony would, no, fight Anthony back. would go right.
4: Anthony would, you know, throw a yeah, punch at somebody twice the size and break <laughs> his hand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, But <laughs> by the way, uh I did not hear about these guys on that podcast that you did
7: from Tampa. Yeah. Well, I didn't I didn't produce their show. That's when I was over there and working uh as like uh quote unquote assistant program director and working on David Lee Roth's show. Oh, that's okay. why I was Involved I V. I don't think liked me in particular for whatever reason. I rubbed some people. A him too. Way. Yeah, him <laughs> as well. But you liked him and respected him. I, I, the two were very good on the radio. And then this is coming from at a time when I and still do hate most things I hear on the radio. <laughs> and they, these guys are very funny. And they and to come in from San Francisco and do an entertaining show, take shots at Opie and Anthony while they're on the radio station and same radio station. Yeah, same radio station. Ninety two three. So what was the lineup at that point? It was uh, David Lee Roth, uh, JV and Elvis, the radio chick. Yeah. See, that should have been flipped, the radio chick and JV and Elvis. But we didn't, no one knew at the time because those guys were really good. Yeah. All right. Very good. So uh, Mark
3: Chernoff is on the line and he heard us talking about this and he wants to chime in, our old program director and friend. Mark, good morning. How are you? Hey, guys, you know, uh, we also had
9: Pendulette. Al. You forgot about him. Oh, yeah, he did a one-hour show, Penn Jillette. Right Now, I hired JV and Elvis out of San Francisco because I had heard this stuff. We were going to hire them for afternoon drive, but because of the serious deal that Leslie Gold, the radio chick, had, we had to use the radio chick show in the afternoon. And really, JV and Elvis were a, quote, morning or afternoon show that was stuck in midday, but they were very funny. They were good. Yeah, so and they did go after Opie and Anthony, that's for sure. Yeah,
3: that's uh, that, that's amazing to think back at that time of uh, of radio. So when you heard this story, obviously it hit home for you, knowing JV and and hiring him at that time.
9: Yes, now I reached out to uh, Daniel Lay, who's Elvis, who is still very much in touch with him. They've been on and off partners over the years on radio, not right now, but they're very friendly. And I do know that JV had Lyme disease. And it was very serious, and I think he's been suffering from that. And um, I know that Elvis is very, very worried about him, obviously, as Mm -hmm. his wife, as is all the people at the radio station out there in San Francisco, that, um, you know, there's just some small hope that they can find him, recover him. But um, at this point, they're not overly optimistic, really, just a sad story for a talented guy.
3: Yeah, and Lyme's disease can really mess some people. Up. I did not know that yes. originally, but there are cases that can really, really. Well,
4: I'll tell you, it, it messed up Tom Seaver. Yeah, yeah. And I remember going out there uh, around Super Bowl Fifty time and going up to his uh, winery and talking to his wife Nancy and and talking to Tom, and it, everything was. There's a lot of the discussion was around Lyme disease. Yeah, and how it really affected Tom, and and what it ended up finally happening with him. But yeah, this is sad, Mark. I mean, what? Where is Elvis now?
9: Elvis is, um, I think he's down in San Diego. I know he's working. He's done some radio down there. He's done some radio with JV up in San Francisco. Um, I know he's writing now for a, 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 either a comedy service or some kind of a, a morning show prep service. Um, he's still working. Um, and they've, they've been up and down as partners, what can I tell you? They've had good times and bad times. But, um you know, J.V. was funny, and Elvis, uh, you know, sort of the straight man, I guess. I want to call him that. Yeah. Right, so-
8: Al? <laughs> yeah.
7: That's right.
9: That's right. <laughs> How are you doing these days, Mark? I'm doing great. Hey Al, at least we didn't get our lives threatened, right? By those
4: guys. Yeah, that that <laughs> was pleasant. Yeah, well, David Lee Roth uh, threatened both of you guys. We all know that story. <laughs> I would have threatened oh, both yeah. of you guys. So I threatened you a few times. I think, uh, Mark. Yes, you did, and yeah. you broke my ribs three times. <laughs> right, and we wrapped you up in tinfoil, which I thought was just awesome.
9: <laughs> yes, you did. So um, you know that I'm, I'm, I'm back I'm doing some radio, I'm hosting some shows, uh, music shows down at the shore and also down in Washington DC and I'm having fun doing it. Nice. That's great down in DC as well. I didn't know that. Yes, on uh, the 947 the drive. Nice.
4: That's look at that. that. Well, like what do you like uh, the, the like weekend host or something? What are you doing?
9: I Yeah, I do. Uh, you know, Mike, uh, we have kids down there and grandkids, so when we go down there, I try to do, you know, two or three Saturdays a month on the midday show.
3: Nice. Well, it's uh, I'm glad you called in. It's great to hear your voice, as always, and uh, all the best. I'm sure we'll talk to you soon.
9: Thanks, guys, and have fun at your live show. All right, Thanks. see you, Thanks. Journey. Thanks There's uh, there. Mark Thanks.
3: Chernoff, Forum Program Director, of course, here, uh, talking about this sad story about Jeffrey Vandergriff, known as JV, this... A popular DJ that Mark had hired years ago at 92.3, who has been missing now for several days. So uh, it doesn't sound like it's going to end well, but you just hope until you get an answer that, that it does.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.